everyone, and welcome back to Silent Podcast and to our amazing race coverage. I'm your host, Sasha Joseph, and every week I'll be joined with a new guest talking through the episode. So today we're going to be covering season 34, episode 11. We're almost at the end, y'all. I can't believe it. But before I continue with the show, as always, and listen, Omar, I feel like gave very strict instructions that we have to be leaving five-star reviews, five stars only, baby. So I know that y'all are enjoying the coverage and, you know, want me to keep going for next week. And I did get two you know, thank you, Omer, for, for pushing people to give us. So we did get two from KLPNY. Uh, thank you for your really kind review uh, about The Amazing Race and the podcast. Um, and to MIC21 or Mike, Mick, 2122. Also, just like I appreciate you and I appreciate that y'all like the enthusiasm and the vibes because, listen, my guest was, you know, really well prepared they were about to record their backup and I said not vibes only (laughs) we'll figure it out so it's just that's the point of this show because listen we're covering freaking amazing grace okay so without further ado thank you everyone for reviews make sure you keep giving me five stars only and today y'all since the whole cast was down under water I needed to bring a guest from down under okay someone who knows what a true crime would it would be to lose any of these teams. My Bridgerton co-host, an expert in all things wetsuits, ice walls, swimming. We have Sarah Carradine. Welcome back to the podcast. Whatever gear I'm in, I'm staying in it. Hey, <laughs> Sasha. <laughs> I can't, I can't. As soon Please. as I saw those four-wheel drive Land Rovers, I thought you are all in big trouble, you children. They didn't, oh they didn't even know that they were four-wheel drives. They saw the two gear shifts and they were they didn't know what to do. It was brilliant. <laughs> I would be like, okay, we'll mm-hmm. figure it out. And whatever mm-hmm. gear works is what we will stay in. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah, keep those five-star reviews coming in, everybody. Thank you. Sasha Thank is you. a queen. Oh, my God. Queens only. Okay. Uh, but, yes, Sarah, how are you enjoying this season? We had you on last last season, but, you know, this I had to bring you back, obviously. So, you know, how are you loving the season? Who are your faves? Tell me everything. Well, I'm really liking this season. Uh, my faves have made it to the end, which yes. is, like, shocker. I'm so bad at drafting. But as I, I told you before <laughs> we started recording, uh, I had I picked Luis, so you know something's working for me this season. Mm-hmm. I really liked. I mean, I'm very sorry for the pair that got sent away because of COVID, but I did like that decision. You have COVID, you have been eliminated from yeah. the race because we just had a, an amazing race, Australia. Of course, I watched every single episode because that's what hate watching is called. Mm-hmm. And we had people going <laughs> out, people coming back, people at the end who'd been out, people oh, who'd been out Lord. who came back, people who, I mean, crazy. I think the production is so tight. And the only thing I would say is. No elimination legs. Yeah. For a start, that wasn't true. So don't say it. <laughs> yeah, no non-elimination leg. You lie. It's called a Oh, sorry, I was, I, I was lying. Yeah, no non-elimination yes. legs. No, not uh, you. Yeah, the production yeah, yeah, yeah. lie. The production. <laughs> because I think there's something very, you know, heartwarming and, and tragic about people saying, we just don't know. Like we're two hours behind, but we just exactly. don't know if it's a if it's a non-elimination or not and, and trying really hard. Mm-hmm. So I think if you have no non-elimination legs, you get um poor young girl. I should have put the cast list in front of me. Oh, I'll really, send it to you in a second. Yeah, she really yes. gave, she gave up with her dad. Um, mm, oh, and Linton and Shriek. Yeah, yeah. Shriek. I mean, I'm sure she's a lovely girl, but because she knew there were no non-limbs, she she would she sort of gave up halfway through the leg and that's not fun for anyone and in fact Phil did give her disapproving dad yeah when he said will you keep racing and she said well if dad wants to and then you know yeah <laughs> Phil Listen. said uh, not good enough and he popped her an, an eyebrow which she didn't deserve but um so I think that's what happens with this new idea look Try New Ideas production absolutely but I think this one was a miss I mean what we saw hear that I you know to jump to the end if I may jump that 
this idea of knowing that you're going out. I don't like quitters, but in this case, they did absolutely the right thing. Aubrey and David did absolutely yeah, the right yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. After two goes through, they they were not going to make it. And we certainly saw on their board how many they had wrong. And what was great was they got to run to the falls and run onto the mat. So Yep. I agree with you as well. Um, I am a big Sharik apologist on this podcast because as a fellow quick to anger human being, listen, I say like short people, you know, that it's it doesn't take long for the fuse to reach the top of our heads. So I, I understand when sometimes you're just in that mood. And yeah, it it is a bummer. Okay, went to watch it on TV when so many people want to get on the show. Also, I we've said on this podcast many times that the non-elimination leg just takes a little bit of air out of it because Omer and I were very much talking about how we miss our faves. We just want our faves to stay, yeah. okay? And yeah. I don't care if it's if it's a fake or if it's uh, so favorable that it's not fair. I don't care. I don't bring in the shenanigans of those people that we like. I couldn't agree Thank more with you. you both. Yes, I mean, I was so excited about Asa and Nia. They oh, went up same. first. Justice for those people. Justice. I'll fight everyone, okay, for yeah. them. Because, like, how dare you? Okay, I got I, I one Indian, and mm-hmm. she's gone. She's, she's gone. gone. With yes. the quickness, all right? Yes. But listen, um, not, not, you know, not to be too sad for Aubrey and David, as we get into this episode a little, that they are engaged. And uh-huh. he, yeah, he planned a really beautiful proposal. Uh, I read this from Mike Bloom's parade article that he uh, – did like a really beautiful proposal at uh, Central Park and had like a guitarist and someone like sang to her while they like while they basically got engaged sorry so So it was just so nice and they so happy for them yeah sorry Uh, no no I'm just I'm happy for them but I'm also Mm -hmm. like in the race itself I'm really happy for them because they've had their uh, struggles. What has been, what I've really appreciated is their relationship was just shining so strongly mm-hmm. through the, through all of it. Uh, she even if, when she snapped at him or he was a little short, they didn't take it on. Yes. Neither of them seemed to take yes. on those little moments between each other. Uh, you can see Derek and Claire doing the same thing. They both got annoyed, but they haven't been annoyed sort of with each other. Yeah. Or if they have, it's been moved on from. So I think that. When the race started, people wouldn't have been very high on David and Aubrey's chances, and here they are, final four, and the only reason that they are not in the final three is just simply David can't swim. And can I say, as a swimmer, what they asked them to do is not easy. Yeah. Like even in the cavern he was having trouble, Mm. uh, let alone in the dry suits. I mean, dry suits are harder to swim in than wetsuits. Uh, oh, and got it. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's Look a at this. Yes. Uh, so I was amazed that he went through twice. Wow. Yeah, me um, too. I, I don't, I think I'm not afraid of the water, but how do I move right, without swim knowing how to swim? So God, good for him for even making it this far. Also, fun fact, they were alternates. Which I didn't realize. Oh, I didn't realize that. So turns out that they ca- got the call right before you had to leave. So mentally they weren't able to prepare, which is because my original thought sense. was, like, how can you go on the race and just, you know, swimming, stick shift, right? Like they're basic things you just have to be master at. And maybe now it makes sense a little yeah, bit. Yeah, look, that's true. But I would say even... If you decided, all right, look, I'll go and yeah. learn a bit of swimming. This was this was extreme is the wrong word, but this mm, was I not think. easy. I was longing to do it, of course, but what they did was not easy. In the in the um, in the canyon, slightly easier, but still, you've got to have some courage. But then you have to to walk across a wire as well. Yeah, but that that last one was incredible. Other favorites, of course. How can I not say Glenda and Lamamba? I mean, how? Can oh, yes. Parents, how can me. we not? Please. Are you so going to be Boom Boom? Yeah, can I be Boom Boom? I'll change my Twitter name. I don't care. Yes. I'll do it. Oh my God. I love them. Yeah. And of course, how do you feel? Because you were messaging me this during the episode. Unfortunately, I couldn't watch it. So I was like, Sarah, I can't open this right now. Um, but Emily and Molly, you were like, I can't believe that I'm rooting for every all three in the finale. 
I, in case you hadn't watched it, I just said, yes. I'm, I'm, yeah, I want them all to win. Correct. I have never watched an amazing race where the final three, I want them, I just want them all to win. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I agree with you where I have never so wholeheartedly been like, no, they all deserve it for such mm-hmm. different reasons. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, good, good on casting, because I think last year, my biggest frustration or last season, sorry, my biggest frustration with the amazing race was y'all are maybe casting for good stories or, you know, like the, the like they're going to pop on screen, but they're not necessarily strong. Mm. And, that's and I think not this was fun. definitely the case. Could have been the case with yes. um, Emily and Molly when Imagine. they were lined when they were lined up and they told the story. I thought, oh, you know, casting must have been absolutely creaming mm-hmm. their pants over this pair. <laughs> um, and they are each such strong races, and they're an amazing pair. I think even though I had uh, Louise in my draft, it took me a while to warm up to Louise and Michelle, yeah. and then I kind of got them and clicked in. So not only are they both very entertaining, uh, they are both very strong racers. Michelle is just like, a, 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 I love her. I love seeing yes. her on screen. Um, and then, of course, uh, Derek and Claire, which could have been stunt mm-hmm. casting, could easily have been stunt casting, and they've turned out to be great racers as well. And not to mention, as we say, David and Aubrey, now knowing that they had basically no no mental preparation, mm-hmm. leave aside the stick shift and the swimming, exactly. what about the mental preparation to go? Uh, they've done uh, extremely well. I, I actually looking now, my eye running down the whole cast. Uh, I think this is a really, really good cast. Bring everyone back. Even last season, right, because of uh, the COVID break, we, we missed a lot of people. So... Uh, second chances is looking stacked, I must okay. say. Well, Aster and Nina have to be in second chances. I will fight. No, I, I will fight as well. <laughs> because that was a one-hour leg. Or Derek and Claire finished it in an hour. So please, okay? Yes. Please. So with that, I think, you know, Sarah, it's time, all right? We're, we're at the starting line. We're getting on the race. Who is your celebrity partner? You asked me this last time and I had an answer Mm -hmm. and I understand that I now have an opportunity having imaginarily raced with that person Mm -hmm. last time to change partners. I cannot think of anyone I'd rather race it with than Brian Furcus, who is the artist behind Trixie Mattel. He is a marathon runner as I am. So he's very fit. He is hilarious. He is indefatigable. And uh, he can cast shade on the other teams. Who else would be better for me? No, it's so good. I And I, I'll allow it, even though it's a repeat, because mm-hmm. this is just, it's such a fun casting choice. And I feel like a strong casting choice. Because I will say we can't have, you know, just casting teams. Okay, that's not this production. <laughs> that's not the silent podcast coverage. Okay, mm. we're, we're going to be smart about who we pick so exactly i think you're a good team to be and listen with your swimming skills yeah you you're coming in first in this and also we we both be able to reach things because i'm nearly six feet and he's about six foot two so i think we'd do very well me and brian yes a wrap for all (laughs) the rest of us okay yes Uh, i'm an nfl player you know maybe maybe not uh if he can stay (laughs) off of injuries yes anyway let me not let me not you know i'm maybe sad about my fantasy football team but I'll be okay. So now, uh, I think it's time. Let's get into the episode. This was a pretty fun one. I think we finally had a hard episode. <laughs> yeah, this was hard. Yeah, like about time. But I mean, they started by climbing an ice wall. Yes, which was hard and technical. Thank you. Uh, and my poor girl is one leg down. My God. So all teams, just so everyone knows, are flying. We got a little a private jet action where or I said a jet. It's a freaking it, like huge set of Boeing, whatever, seven three seven four seven. I don't know. Anyway, so all the teams are flying 2000 miles from Spain to Iceland. And I just can't believe we're down to final four. But now they're on helicopters. And I did call it that maybe they would have done a one and then everyone else together, you know, kind of like the team that checked in first, uh, which was Luisa Michelle, yeah, would get, you know, their own helicopter maybe, but then everyone else together. But they just split it two and two. How did you feel? Or how do you feel? Because 
every guest I feel like has the same reaction, but you know, it's important we ask. So how do you feel about these like, elim- not elimination, these equalizer, whatever staggered oh, I, start moments? I, I find them a little frustrating. Yep. Uh, I mean, I don't want to go back to the old days where one team is 24 hours ahead of yeah. the, the final team. Here, I feel like the grouping of two team and two team was entirely practical uh, because they had to climb up the ice wall and they could climb up two at a time and it was one person from each from each team. So I feel that decision to, to group them two and two was mm. because of the challenge yeah. they were about to face. I didn't mind it. Um, the difference between the first two and the last two being 15 minutes. Yeah. It is what it's, it is at this point. It, it, it is what it is. I mean, um, the story from Molly and Emily for me this entire episode was uh, catching up and getting in the final three. Spoiler yeah. alert, they get in the final three. Because Which I couldn't believe, Sarah. Behind on a on a, on three legs. <laughs> Literally, they're a tripod. Like, my God, how is this happening? Right, And we'll get into it, but... You you messaged me, right? I'm sobbing because and I was like, no, I think they're out. Like, I don't even I'm not even gonna get stressed about it. They're there, it's done. How can it not be done? And then we're seeing like if you told me, right, this exact leg, and then you said, Okay, and now these are the four teams, I would say it's it's a wrap. Yes. It's absolutely it's it, absolutely. But wow, right? And the helicopter views were beautiful. Well, Iceland is amazing. Iceland is green and Greenland is icy. Yeah. Iceland is so green. Uh, some of my Nordic cousins up there, my heritage is Danish. <laughs> so of course my heart swelled with the with Ooh, the ice and then the greenery and then the fishes and then the canyoning. Uh, so beautiful. And of course, David, who is a helicopter mechanic was enjoying his ride very much and he turned to his now fiance very happy that you told me that and mm-hmm. said this is what I do oh I know and he's been so he's not impassive but he's very calm and very collected the joy in his face he was so lit up to not only be in a helicopter but to share the helicopter ride with Aubrey it was really touching yeah I just I like I said uh, I like them. We just didn't know about them. And you, you, I think, nailed it where it's n- nothing against them. They're just, they were there. And now we like them because they've showed up. Or maybe the editing, rather, has shown up. And they noted that in their uh, exit interview as well, that they said it's a bummer that th- we didn't really get to meet us even until France. So I, I appreciate it. At least they're they're aware, but... I think they did well. So we, you know, we get to the ice walk, right? Even though it's not an ice walk if you're going up a mountain. Yeah, walking upwards. So you're yeah, like you're, it's a climb, please. I would say it's a climb. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so they ha- what this what they have to do is teams will begin their adventure at an ice climb. It is an ice climb, my bad. Uh, where they climb a glacier one at a time to retrieve the Icelandic flag. And once both flags have been retrieved, they'll get the clue. So it's pretty quick. I feel on Luis and Michelle, they, you know, go and it's like sweet. I like how they do it. But why didn't we get to see Molly and Emily and Derek and Claire do it? Or did I just like miss that? You you missed it, but it was fairly brief. Oh, okay. okay. by By the time the first two have done it. Unless somebody falls, it's not that interesting. You're right. I think for um, Molly, right? Because when Derek and Claire and Molly and Emily land, I was like, it's done. Quit. Like, just take the penalty and go to the end. Yeah. <laughs> because I could not imagine Emily walking, Sarah. Yeah. But yeah. I think that's the only reason I wanted to see her do it. But you're right that it's not one. The thing just to jump to the end is the inability of David and Aubrey to finish the last challenge is not the reason that Molly and Emily get into the final three. No. Molly and Emily get into the final three because they caught up and they passed David and Aubrey on the uh, challenge. So uh, don't get it twisted. <laughs> they yeah, got themselves period. there. Yeah, period. Yeah. But at the beginning, it's like, no, it's check. Uh, somebody called it Chekhov's knee. It's going to <laughs> come into play, and what came into play was me sobbing. As they, as they literally, the match, you know, 
listen, I wasn't sure about it. So I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Um, But perfect. And with that, you know, we have to uh, get to the car is what what you talked about. Because turns out once you get the ice walks, they're going to attempt to drive um, these stick shift Land Rovers to their next uh, piece. So I couldn't believe it because no one could figure it out. It felt like everyone was stalling. And this is where I was like, the leg. Maybe this is how we catch up. Maybe they're badasses and really good drivers. <laughs> and, you know, the uh, the men were, I think, all driving are going to struggle uh, on the way to the roadblock. But that didn't happen. Uh, uh, all of them kind of figured it out eventually. And I feel like it was very much a copy paste of all the issues. Unless. Yes. Yeah. Right. If you haven't if you haven't even seen what the you know, the driving seat of a four-wheel drive looks like it can be very confusing as everybody who saw the episode would have seen there's two sticks you have to change uh this five like there's a lot there's a lot to look at uh Luis feels very manly as he sails along in his uh in his Land Rover uh who was who just decided to stay in third gear so this is this will do I'm I'm in a gear I'm driving Emily (laughs) we're in a gear we're going forward That'll that do. would be me. Which again, I was like, Emily, with your hurt leg is drive. What do you know? Go in the back seat. But it's fine because I think they're pretty good navigators this leg. And Derek and Claire, though, talk about great navigation skills because they are launched into first place while uh while Louis and Michelle and David and Aubrey somehow get lost in the sauce. And I don't know if it's like they're leading each other down the wrong path or you know whatever but all of a sudden I loved that scene where they're like is that Derek and Claire and did they just go the other way well Derek and Claire later said oh we thought you'd finished the roadblock and you were yeah you were going to the next thing <laughs> that's so funny like how fast right what did all of the or how slow rather did all of this ha- take because I'd love to know timestamps here well, as far as from Derek and Claire's point of view, they know they're 15 minutes behind. They haven't mm. seen those first two teams. True. So when they drive and they don't know how long they did to climb the ice mm-hmm. and because it was a very shortened part, we don't know how long the back two teams took to climb yeah. the ice. So what else would you think as, they, as two teams come flying past you in the opposite direction? <laughs> so true. <laughs> So true. I love it. And uh, with that, we get to our roadblock. And the roadblock is who's feeling misty eyed, which we've seen a different version, right? Even last time you were on, I feel like we were watching this with Akbar and Sherry. Yes. Um, we had the same, I feel like it's a similar kind of um, yeah, roadblock. I think, I think canyoning is something yeah, canyoning, that exactly. you should think about if you're going to go if you here you go mm-hmm. little little um, tip if you're cast on the amazing race obviously you have to learn how to drive a manual car uh you have to learn how to look at a, at a real map and one of the things that you can uh, practice after you've practiced bottles on your head is you can go either canyoning or do some agility work like a parkour mm-hmm. or there are trampoline places or whatever it might be because canyoning is isn't an uncommon uh, challenge because it is challenging, but it is essentially fairly safe. It's a it's a really nice balance. It looks really good, mm-hmm. and um, if you have some fears and and not so much agility, it it could be quite uh, scary. So I think it's a great choice. And I think in this new COVID era where they're trying to be away from everything and away from civilization, I think yeah, these adventure tasks I think are just going to get more and more. So another good reason why I love it. And basically the roadblock is the teams are going to go 100 feet down into a cave where they're going to find a clue. After they do that, they're going to jump and swim and slide through the rest of the course and to reunite with their partner. And it sounds pretty basic. And maybe it is pretty basic, but not if you're David, okay? Because I, it was a really fun challenge. Even though I can't swim, this would have been really – I would have had fun with it. You could have done this, definitely. Yeah. You actually don't need to 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 be mm-hmm. able to swim well to do it. it yeah. I, and I think, like, because of my life quest, I think, you know, I would be like, okay, Sasha, you're not going to die. Like, you'll be fine. Um, And everyone kind of finishes it pretty quickly. DX and Claire – I mean, DX, rather, quickly, like, finishes – 
like runs through it all. I With feel his like. glasses steaming up. Yeah. No. Oh, did. Oh, and he, you're right because he wears this contacts later. In my That's mind, right. this already happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So funny. So DX is like fish in water, just quickly finishes it all. And I don't know if you caught this, Sarah, but the his clue or their clue said D like DX or Derek must do this must challenge. Do this, yes. Which I was so, like, yeah, she's been Claire everything. Forward. Yeah, Claire's been doing everything. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if this means that um next leg he has to do them as well. Yeah, I, I again, this is not the podcast that we're gonna know all the math no, we don't, on. We don't know any of that. But you know I, we know that it has to be close to 50-50, so. Yes, yes. And I guess, because it's going to be a mega leg next week, right? It's probably a two-hour episode, so there will probably be two roadblocks and two of everything. Yes, and they may do that thing of, you know, one does one and mm-hmm. whoever didn't do that one has to do That's this That's what one. I think about it. Happening. works. Yeah. And at, at this point, um, Aubrey and David, David is the one who's feeling misty-eyed. They've, they're, they're second at this point. Mm-hmm. And we're excited because we're like, okay, you're second. But then man goes in the water and he's like, actually can't swim. Can't swim. And I think what happens in the in his panic mm-hmm. is that he can't look around and he's clinging to the wall and kind of moving around the wall. So much so that by the time Luis gets into the water, David's still there. Luis finds the clue straight away. David calls to him. Actually, my heart clutched a little bit. I know. He called to him and Louise did exactly the right thing, which is to leave him there. But, oh, heartbreaking. I know. I mean, he did help him out a little in that his uh, his headlamp was like, okay, here's the clue. (laughs) I think that's the most, unfortunately, you can do for someone because it's for people. You cannot do it. Yeah, you know, and they the, um they left the ice wall first, and they're entering this challenge mm-hmm. third. So he cannot stop to help David. No, 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 and it's not. It's like it's not worth it, and no one's gonna hold it. I don't think David is not gonna hold it against you. No, there's a safety. There's safety personnel. You know, mm-hmm. from here to breakfast. Yeah, that's not the actual expression. <laughs> I said here instead of a rude word. But anyway. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, uh, you have to tell me later what it is. Mm-hmm. So David, I think, is the biggest kind of story, right? And that's the thread that's weaving this whole episode together. But I felt like David did well for what he can do. You know, when Molly got in the water, I was like, she's going to catch him. She's going to catch him. It's a wrap. David's in the back. I felt like she was going to overtake him. But no, I think they just... Uh, lessen the distance between the two, but David was still ahead. Di- yes, they yeah. closed the distance between themselves and the people who had originally been second. Mm-hmm. So this is Molly and Emily moving up, even though they didn't yeah. change places yet. Yeah, at least a little bit of timing. They helped mm. uh, each other out, uh, and then oh, I just I really felt like Molly could do it, but it's okay, it's okay. Uh, the twins are within striking distance, and that all that matters because my God, they were leisurely walking to the ice walk, I ice climb, where I was like, oh, might as well kind of sign some autographs while you're there. She she can't go any faster. No, and oh, when she starts crying, when Molly is doing the task and Emily's crying, I was like, it's a just I can't this is so sad because you know they're a good team and they don't deserve that but it's all good thank god they didn't make it oh they're not limited oh. we're all good yeah and then it was, Derek, like, it was like we were re- reliving the episode then like, yeah right I needed a got breath through. okay we both, had, we both had a moment where they were in danger <laughs> yep and we needed a breath anyway so Derek and Claire and Luis and Michelle now are basically tied up it feels like when they read the they reach the root info clue and now teams uh will have to dive into a fissure to snorkel and find 14 names of volcanoes that uh have erupted and the year sorry that they've erupted Ooh! and then they have to recite the names and dates in front of a bulk volcanologist volcanologist thank you uh to get their next clue which i was like this is a fun like does this count as a detour i know because you don't was... have to choose so it's just yes, it's a, a root info yes it must be because you have to do it 
And yeah. I think the mechanism was really fun. Like if they mm-hmm. got it right, she would pull out this volcanic sand, would run through, oh, and, it, so and the next clue was behind. I thought it was visually absolutely stunning. And it it it's not just memory, but you have to physically navigate this course and you don't have to mm-hmm. just be good physically, but you've got to be good, have good memory. And you have to have extremely good teamwork. Oh, so my God. we saw the teams uh, deal with the memorization differently and uh, some were more successful than others, but they had really different ways of the memorizing. What did you, what did you take, make of that, Sasha? Yeah. So here's the thing, right? If you can't communicate, I think you have to have a plan going in, right? Where it's like every other one. So you do the first, like you do all the evens and I'll do all the odds or because they knew, right? They have to do the year and then and the name or yes. it's like someone just remembers all the years and someone remembers all the names. But I, I don't think that that's I don't think maybe. that would work. I mean, and yeah. also it looked like there was one volcano, either three volcanoes had a very similar name. Yeah. Or one volcano had erupted three times. Mm-hmm. I mean, for Derek and Claire, basically Derek knew that Claire would remember all of hers. Yeah. And so she put all hers in first. So that cut down his thinking, which I thought that is really smart. So smart. Uh, and in fact, so he, he they get it in one shot and Claire just as a little throwaway says, yeah, I probably could have done all of them. <laughs> I, which I was like, Claire, every single episode she has an amazing amazing kind of line that I like how you said a throwaway line right where Mm -hmm. she's like these sardines are disgusting but I respect your work and then she's like sorry for my drama after she walked the tightrope so I'm obsessed with how she deals with it because again as a similar human that has outbursts like that I I love how she but she's much kinder than I am I want to make that clear but the water is also frigid which is another kind of issue for the team's and yes. we've been asking this for a while. Omer, I mean, I think uh, specifically called this out for the tight ropes last week where why is it so easy that once, you know, you just kind of rip it open and it's wrong and then maybe you just have to walk that two minute tight rope. You, you know, you need like a significant penalty for be for being wrong. And we finally got it, Sarah. Like, how did you think the setup was? Well, I, I thought the setup was very good. Um, they, I heard some murmuring from the water safety. They were mm-hmm. being given like really good instructions. Yeah. Uh, all the other teams give it two shots. Uh, Derek and Claire, one shot. All the others, right. two shots. And when Molly and Emily come, uh, you hear the water safety saying to them, all right, girls, don't call them girls, but yeah. let's leave that yeah. past. Uh, all right, you know, you know what you're doing. It's like checking in with them. And also what would have been happening is the water safety would have been looking at their faces, looking at the colour of their lips, mm. speaking to them and getting them to speak back because that's Got one thing it. with hypothermia, people stop being able to talk. Okay. Um, so they were in very good hands. Uh, they were in dry suits. I'm sure everybody knows the difference. But a wetsuit, uh, you actually let a little water in and then your body heats up the water that sits between oh your body and the um, neoprene with a dry suit why those suits look very different is they are they are they are not letting any water in but obviously your face and any exposed a part of you is going to get very cold uh, the key to getting into cold water is to breathe out when you go under the water which is why because you gave me a it. whole tutorial on this is that- i did yeah on the last on the last gasp um challenge in survivor i can tell you yes owen did a fantastic job uh, and he did it very differently from everyone else and there's a reason why uh he did well in the challenge don't want to spoil are we spoiling i don't know it's fine okay survivor spoilers in three two one (laughs) yeah so uh louise and michelle even though they had agreed Oh, no, hang on. Is it David and Aubrey that agreed that? No, it's Louise and Michelle. Yeah, they're the ones that have the Yeah, they agreed to do Mm -hmm. alternate ones that didn't quite work. But what they did was they ended up working together and talking it through. Uh, They only had one, two wrong, as we saw. They had two in the wrong place. They didn't know that. They went back and they, what they did, which was fascinating, was they completely trusted themselves and Mm -hmm. each other. So when they got back to the board, they said, I know these are right. I know these are right. And I yes. think this is what happened with um, David Norby, perhaps tiredness. 
also it, it's physically difficult to do that swimming, particularly if you're not a good swimmer like David. Mm-hmm. And I think they second guess themselves. They were moving things around that were right and changing things. Whereas uh, Louisa and Michelle said, we know these are right. Therefore, these are the ones to change. And they got it correctly. Yeah. And I have to say, I understand, you know, when one person isn't a strong swimmer, right? But the other one is like Michelle, she went forward and that's where Louise got, Louis got so discombobulated. And I think that what, what caused all of the mess on their first attempt versus another strategy, as I'm thinking of, this is almost the antithesis of what they did, where what would it have looked like, right? Will you point down to the one name And then, you know, let's say you and I are doing it. So you point down and then give me a thumbs up to say, like, as in I got it. Then we swim to the next one. Then I give you the thumbs up. Then we keep going. And it's like literally over and over again. We're like giving each other like, okay, now it's okay to move together. Yes. I think if you and I were doing it and really, I mean, Brian, focus aside, I'd love to do the amazing race with you. What I would do because I'm, I'm just going to say it. I'm a better swimmer than you. It's oh, just a fact. I cannot it's just, swim. It's just a fact. <laughs> yeah. I would swim beside you. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where, uh, is it Lewis? I'm sorry, I've been calling yeah, you Yeah, I Lewis. think it's Lewis. I okay. also have been saying Lewis. Oh, I think it's Lewis. I think yeah. you're right. I think where Lewis and Michelle went slightly wrong was Michelle swam, swam away from him. She didn't yes. look back to him. So either we go side by side, we stop over the name, we give the thumbs up, or, I mean, they had decided to do alternate ones. So even though she swam ahead of him, he could have counted. But I think uh, swimming is obviously more her uh, speed than his. Yeah. I think side by side is nice. Um, uh, Molly, I try not to say um so much. I've never You're noticed fine. how much I say um. But anyway, my mother would be spanking me. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Our listeners that. don't care. They yeah, are pre- I think I say it a lot too. Uh, so what Molly and Emily do, which is really interesting, is despite the fact that they said they were going to divide them, they both learn all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, mean, it's absolutely incredible. And you think, oh, this is going to go very badly. And then when we see they only, again, they also only have two wrong. And I, I feel like it's the same ones because it's the bottom, but maybe that's revisionist history in my head. But I have to say, again, the girls are so strong, right? Like, usually all female teams were like, it's just, it's a wrap. Or, you know, we know that it's not maybe happening. But I'm telling you, last week they stumbled a lot on challenges too, not just her leg. But this week I feel like they ran near perfect where if they would have just got that one you know, those two names correctly, they what they would have been number two, mm-hmm. just behind Derek and Claire, who I mean, it seems like Claire has a photographic memory at this point. Yeah, so well, Derek she, was just kind of long for the ride. She could have done them all by herself. Yeah. Like, you know, so I've just realized that a woman is going to win Amazing Rise. Oh, my God. Finally. Just oh. one. Just one. But well, Kim won last time. At too, least. But, yeah. yeah. Last season. But it was the same last last season. Uh, mm-hmm. Also had, had women in all Yeah, I think all three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or no, the two, Dusty and Ryan, were there. So the bros, I oh. think, were in final three. Yes, of course. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Canada. I... Yes. Oh, no, I'm thinking um... of Australia. Sorry. Oh, well, listen. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Omar. I'm not Omar. Yeah, it's hard when we watch everything. Okay. Yeah, we watch please. everything. Yes. But the uh, point is, I just, I loved how the girls did it. Uh, I don't care if they maybe didn't get it right. We support women's rights and wrongs on this podcast. But it truly, I felt like, was so beautiful to watch, right? Especially the view from the bottom. Yes. Um, I the photography with it. on this. Yes. Uh, this was one of the most stunning uh, episodes visually mm. I, I can't I can't recall another I think partly also because my you know Scandinavian is is calling me <laughs> uh, and because it was swimming and I thought I can do all of these things uh, and I have a fairly good memory I would need to collaborate with you as we swam side by side um, but uh, what an extraordinary go David Norbury goes through twice like this guy cannot swim and he does that oh my very God. challenging challenging twice and that's uh, they talked a little bit about that. So David did, you know, say that, oh, I 
because Mike Boom asked, you know, hey, Marcus, last time said I lost my brother 500,000. You know, do you, you know, what's the guilt, um, basically, for you? And David, you know, answered, but Aubrey was like, there's no guilt. Like, you can't know because, one, you did it. It's not like you, you know, I didn't feel like David threw a fit, nothing. He was just like, and I think he would probably do it a third time if she, you know, if Aubrey was like, I, let's try it. I think he would have. But she is such a great partner where she was like, no, you're freaking out. This is not safe. And his face, I felt like it just didn't. He, he didn't feel like he was all there. And Lewis, I felt like also didn't look like he was all there after the no, first. Correct. Gun. Correct. I, I yes. And uh you know, again, showing that that Michelle uh, was more comfortable in the water. I also think if David, David and Aubrey know that Molly and Emily have got it right, mm -hmm. I don't see this as a quit. I don't see it as them nope. giving up. It's even if they'd gone back for a third time and got it by some miracle because they had more than half wrong both times. Mm -hmm. uh, it just it just wasn't for them. I, I just oh, I just love them, and the, and now that you. Tell me the the lovely engagement story. I just oh, I'm just so pleased for them. Yeah, and they I love their outlook because they said we were alternate, so every leg we made was an improvement or something that we didn't think we would because we were at zero or we were you know not even gonna get on the race. And now you're telling me we ended top four, which is yes. such a beautiful way to look at things because yeah, it if is. you're an alternate, you're like who's going to drop out of the damn amazing race, right? One of the hardest castings because so many people want to do it that you, you feel like, Oh, I'm just an alternate, whatever. But I just feel like they did well. They, you know, you have nothing to feel bad about. You no, tried not at all. Both. And the fact that David did both swimming tasks. Yes. But it's as if they finished it. Yeah. It's as if they finished it for, as far as I'm concerned. And they did do something really interesting. Like they were having the arguments in the car about mm. her, navigating and I thought oh we're gonna get episode after episode of these two yeah arguing. nope next episode he's navigating she's driving and I thought fantastic and that's go, oh, what you it's should not working be, change yes. it and Change that's it. exactly how you should be running the race, right? On on the fly to be like, I just don't think this is right. So what mm -hmm. do we do? And I was a little bit afraid this uh, leg because it was back, right? It was switched again. But yes. I mm -hmm. think that maybe they've gotten it out of their system, like the nerves. And, and Aubrey was a little bit like, I'm so scared at the start um, of the navigation where she's like, I'm so stressed out. And he's like, stay with me. Stay yes. with me. We'll do this. It's fine. I, I also remember it's, it's the first time they've they've only been three other teams. So she said, mm -hmm. oh, I'm afraid because I can't see anybody else. It's like, well, there aren't ten teams around you anymore. Exactly. Like you are going to be by yourself. It's like Claire and Derek just deciding that the other two teams had finished the mm -hmm. uh, the rope of the um, detail yeah. because, of, of course, that's what it would seem like. Exactly. I mm -hmm. I just I appreciate it, but, you know, with that, unfortunately, they do take the two-hour penalty, and Derek and Claire finish the leg in first, and they've won a five-night stay for two in London. They have. Now, ding, marry, kill. Ooh. British baking class. <gasps> visit to Stonehenge. Private tour of the National Gallery, because I'm saying that we're both having the yeah. afternoon tea. Oh, I mm. love this. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. I really have to think about this. Okay, can you can you say them to me again? Because I did not write down the pri uh, the prizes. All right. So they get a British baking class. Yes. A visit to Stonehenge. Mm, okay. And a private tour of the National Gallery. Okay. They also uh, got afternoon tea on the Thames, but we're just going to take that as rest. yeah. I think afternoon tea is nice. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. ding, marry, kill. Yeah. Um. Oh my God. I think we ding. The Stonehenge. That that's what I. Yes, would say. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Ding, I'm dinging the Stonehenge. Yeah, I think I'd marry. Uh, this is where I'm uncultured. I want to make it clear, so mm -hmm. you know what I'm picking. I think I'd marry the baking class because I think that's just Ooh, so fun. I'm killing the baking class. Yeah, because I agree. I think that is the actual correct move is to kill baking and marry the private tour because a private tour of the National Gallery. Yes, I mean the National Gallery. When you're just there, it's one of the most the the building itself. Yeah. Um, the the art it's just it's just one of my happy places. That's um, why I just and it's not. not you don't feel like it's a um, cathedral of elitism. 
it's um it's it's a it's a very beautiful place and yeah. it's an incredible uh in fact I'd ding all of it I'd sorry I'd kill all of it and just take the private tour but Ooh. I get to I get to ding Stonehenge so I'm very happy with that yeah I agree because I actually didn't go to the Stonehenge um I have to say because it just it didn't work out timing wise so that's why I was like no I have to go I have to try mm-hmm. uh but yeah I think also you know as a colonized you well you y'all were also I'm colonized yeah. we colonized as well? you know I was just like I'm not trying to go see all this damn stolen shit uh maybe because I've seen that's it. not where the stolen shit is you're right it's in the, the stolen national, shit is at the, is at the yeah, British, British Museum. Museum thank you yeah so like, the National Gallery that. is national it's British, it's oh, British you're art. right. Yes, you're yes, right. yes. I saw a wonderful um, uh, something on Twitter the other day. While well, we still have it, let's enjoy it. Which <laughs> said, uh, "Name something that feels British, which isn't." And somebody wrote the contents of the British Museum. Oh, down. That's where all the stolen stuff is. Britain, give it back. It's they have a not whole yours. Floor on India. And our South Asia, but honestly, it was India right at one point. And I truly just like could. I was like, I'm gonna throw up. That's why, in my mind, I was like, I just can't show up to another damn museum like this. But now that you yes. told me that, maybe, yes. maybe my my it's outlook has changed. Contemporary and there's the the Turbine Gallery and the contemporary artists that it that the gallery supports. It's a really exciting and uplifting place. Mm, I mean, talking it. about colonization after the Queen, our Queen. Mm died uh there was you know a lot of backwards and forwards and I'm not going to say one way or the other Mm -hmm. she reminds me of my mother which is why I have a fondness they look very similar um yeah but there was a photograph of her at her coronation with a label on every piece of jewelry and the place that it had been stolen from and I Mm. thought yeah we we can get them again we can have our bed get them uh so Derek congratulations both can be yes uh also Sarah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Please finish. No, go. No, I was going to say, Sarah, I think you've started a new segment because I love this ding, Mary kill. You're just so good at games. I can't. Okay. (laughs) Even without showing up. I said I wasn't going to do a game. I know. And you showed up with it. By mistake. No, I love it. And I think I'm going to steal it, uh, colonize it and keep it. And every Amazing Race season, I think we're going to do a ding, Mary kill for the... for the prize because I think that's so funny. If they're going to con- continue to do this Expedia points idea, it's always, it seemed this season now that you get a trip to a certain place, which is what you used to get, but mm-hmm. you get this curated uh, events thing. So I think you could definitely ding, marry, kill that. Yeah, I I just think that's so cute. And what a fun segment that would be. So I'm going to, I'm taking a note because you know. Colonize it. Colonizer. Yeah, so I have colonized it. Apologies, but not. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. I'll give you credit. I gave you credit. Okay, and I'll I'll give you credit every time. So with that, Derek and Claire come in first. Lewis and Michelle, I think they're just so excited to not be eliminated. They're in second. Molly and Emily, you heard that right, folks, are in third. And like Sarah said, not because of just a quit or a time penalty, but actually because they did well. And they they didn't need to go a second time, so they would have, I think, anyway, had time on David and Aubrey. They they did. Everybody went a second time except Derek, Derek and, Claire. and Claire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I, that's that's all I have to say is that because yeah. David and Aubrey would have had to go third time, and yes, that definitely. Anyway, yes. would oh, sorry, have, yes, I understand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Wally and Emily got themselves on their three legs to the mat. No, I actually started. I started so ridiculous. I started sobbing. Uh, when um, Lewis and Michelle arrived, because they were just so happy. I know. And they're so happy. How is Lewis this? He looks like a douche alpha. Yes. Dog, and he just simply isn't. No, it just, I, I've said this before, and I think I feel like that's the best way to describe them is they're just positive, but not toxic positivity, yes. right? Like yes. where it's just, they truly are just so sweet to each other and it doesn't feel cringy. It, it feels genuine. And they enjoy everything. So yeah. Much. Um, and they enjoy each other. Which is like positivity, don't have any negative thoughts, nothing's bad uh, and, and sort of desperately yeah. la-la. But they are like literally, I love the little a uh, flashback to all the things of him sliding on his knees and her huge smile. It's like they relish life. Like you can't imagine being around them and not 
being in, infected, wrong, bad word, not being inspired by their yes. joy. And uh, if you if you aren't, that there's something wrong with you. Derek and Claire have like had their ups and downs, but a very interesting relationship where we can see them getting frustrated, but never with each other. No. Very uh, interesting. And then, of course, Molly and Emily, come oh, on. Come on. Please just give them the win. The story. And I mean, I can't. They're Jews of color. They're Asian. Are you kidding me? What more do I need? They're okay, adopted. To root so that's the adoptee story. Yes. And they're just badass. Like, they're so good at the race. Oh, the, the flashback to putting together the Ducati. Oh, like, nothing's better than that. Whew. Just the, uh, this quiet confidence. And then also they both said, oh, we, we did it really quickly. Like, we must have done it wrong. Can it yeah, be that easy? It's like, yeah, girls. Yeah, it's that easy. Not the, you know, this is where the patriarchy gets you, you know? Yes. These yes. If, if I did it faster than all these men, then I must have done it wrongly. Yeah. Which is like, fuck. No. Well, actually, I'm a badass and I'm a single mom that literally has to do this shit at home. One of the best things in the whole race has been them admiring each other. Like on all I the know. on all the times when one's doing one's doing the task and the other's standing back, they're just looking at each other like they're in love. It's wonderful. It's like, wow, look at what she's doing. Wow, I'm finding out so much about her. Exactly. Um, and seeing themselves both reflected in each other and also the differences. I mean, it's it's an incredible story. It's like they're they're like dating, right? In that they're yes. in a relationship, it's a sis sibling relationship, but it's it's where they're like, oh my god, I'm learning so much about this person that is a, gonna be a big part of my life, and I am so excited about it, and I love it all. I mean, obviously they're gonna know each other now for the rest of their mm -hmm. lives, but to have. I'm often when people say, oh, look, I need to win because I need to start a family. So well, aren't you going to start a family anyway? I need to yeah. win so I can buy a house. Well, do you need to buy a house? They <laughs> never said I need to win because I or I need to be on the race for, for anything. They are going to be and know each other. But this idea of them having this trip, this incredible trip, and finding out rapidly so much about each other and watching each other in action. That has been like an incredible part of this season. And that's what I think makes us so excited to watch them and to like be in it with them because they are so gen like genuinely good at like as people and good at the race. So yes. I'm excited. I tweeted this, but I'm going to say it again. If I can, you know, go fund me my knee yes. to the queen just for the last leg lmk because mm. i just feel like they're good enough and the only issue is the knee she like i feel like they knee. they otherwise they they can hang and i and i could see a way for them to win but i i don't know if they win now yeah i mean do they have a staggered start or do they all start at once? What do you I, think? I tried to see it, right? There's a lot of frustration that's coming up. Um, but besides that, I, I don't think we saw. Mm. Uh, but I do. Oh, if it's a staggered start at the final three. Because they're going to Nashville, Tennessee. Which is, they're back in the United States. I'm just trying to remember if in the past we've. Yeah, I just think it shouldn't be a staggered start at this point. I think I'm over it. The 15 minute leg in a fine 15 minute break between two teams is make or break in the final leg. We've seen yes, that. Yes, often that final leg times. is just whoever's in the beginning. Like there's there was at the end of um, Amazing Race Australia, the most recent mm -hmm. one. But normally with the final three, there's no not much changing of position. Uh, that was what was exciting about the finale of Australia is there's mm -hmm. constant changing of positions uh, between the top three, which made it very uh, exciting. But then again, Australia started with the 24 teams. So what do you That's what do? I was going to say. I was like, it's uh, a very different <laughs> show. Well, let me say because I watched it. Mm -mm. Uh, very so, different. Um, who is winning? Yeah. Oh, that was my question for you. Yeah, you're threat mm. list. But for well, me, it's – oh, yeah, heart, go ahead. You're yeah, the I was going to say you heart, is, heart is a molly. In. I like them all. This is my problem. Yeah. I have never had this problem in a finale of Amazing Race before. I'll sometimes like two and not so much mm. one or I particularly want one to win or whatever it might be. Uh, my heart wants Molly and Emily to Correct. win. Same. I think Lewis and Michelle are going to pick Pip, Derek and Claire, I don't quite know why I say that, mm, but I, I have a feeling it. that that's what's going to happen. What about you? 
Yeah, I believe just going with my head, right? My heart is obviously Emily and Molly somehow pull this off and there's, you know, no walking. It's <laughs> there not is a question. It's yeah, there is walking, question. but you know, maybe she's fixed because it's a long flight from Iceland to Tennessee. It's it's not that long. I actually looked it up. So <laughs> um <laughs> yes, I mean, listen, maybe her leg gets better miraculously. But I yeah, I believe that it's Derek and Claire's to lose, and I do see a way for them to lose it but I just think they're so strong and it, so even when they falter because there's their strength is ridiculous that they're able to just kind of leap in front of people versus Luis and Michelle I think Louis sorry and Michelle I think they need to run an almost perfect leg which is possible we've if anyone can do it, it's them. I just see them as a strong second. Do you do you think that Derek and Claire between them have a broader range of skills and abilities than Lewis and Michelle? I could I could see that. I'm, I'm going to stick with Lewis and Michelle, but yeah, I think that Derek and Claire individually and together have a actually a broader range of skills. And I think there this Claire specifically, I have to say, is just a very strong teammate, right? In that, like, she's able to have really good memory, which we know in the final leg is a is a big thing. Um, there, I mean, and Lewis and Michelle, we know, like, they're also fans. They've done a lot of prep work, so it's not like not to knock them, but I just think what naturally. Claire and Derek are good at I think it just takes a little bit more work for the rest of the teams yes. that's why I give them uh, a little bit of an edge but I like I said I think Louis and Michelle actually are better communicators and I think they can get over speed bumps or issues faster than Derek and yes. Claire can so that's yes. why I feel like it is Derek and Claire's to lose and I could see a path for them to if lose. Claire's if Claire gets in her head yes exactly and we haven't really seen Lewis and Michelle do that. No, they're so good together. I just, mm. I love them. Mm. Oh, it's, it's going to be so exciting. Yeah, it's going to be a great next episode. I'm ready for it. I hope you all are. I can't believe the season's ending, but you know, it it must. What can we do? I'll most, I mean, 99% be back next season as well. But you know. Make sure you're leaving those reviews so that I know that there are people listening and I know that people want it, want me back, I should say. And with that, Sarah, where can the people find you? They can find me on Twitter while it's still tweeting yep. at Sarah Carradine. Uh, and over on RHAP, you can find me every week talking to the great Mari Forth in our True Crime Review podcast yes. called Crime Scene. Crime scene, S E E N. Uh, what about you, Sasha? Yes. And as for me, in addition to being here, uh, make sure you're subscribed to the Never Have I Ever by Silent Podcast feed as great breadcrumbers, as your favorite toxic faves. The last episode will drop. Uh, I hope next week. Okay. Maybe I'm ending two podcasts on silent podcasts next week. We <laughs> shall see. But the point is, check that out. And if you haven't caught up, we're at episode not up until season three, episode nine. So check that out with Chappelle. And I cover mess magnets, a pop yes. culture vibes only mess 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 podcast with Kirsten McKennis over on Rob has a podcast. And honestly, this week, we talked about all the cheating that's going on. We had Love is Blind. We had Good Morning America. We had Polly D. All of it. Okay. We had Real Housewives. So the point is, check it all out over on Rob as a podcast slash mess feed. And I was guesting on 90 Day Fiance for the past two weeks, actually. So check all of that out over on Rob as a podcast. And on Shit 90s Pod, I talked Boy Meets World, The Angela's finale episode so not the real finale but in my heart the finale because Angela <laughs> was leaving over on shit 90s pod as well so if you're like I can't keep track of any of that well follow me on twitter at funsize underscore 04 to keep track of everything I'm up to thank you everyone for listening make sure you leave that five star five star only baby and subscribe to silent podcast everywhere thank you everyone for listening thank you Sarah for coming on Bye.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.